Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Taproom Table podcast. My name is Andrew Hoyle, and I have with me tonight... Brandon Bickler. And uh, we're going to be your hosts on this, uh, what we like to call a brew venture. So tonight we're actually going to be reviewing a beer from Anchorage Brewing Company called Into Nothingness. It is an imperial stout, and you'll find out about that in just a few seconds. So sit back, listen to some music for a second, and we'll be right with you. All right, well, we want to welcome you all to listening to the first ever episode of the Taproom Table podcast. I'm excited. Are you excited? Dude, I am been I've been excited. <laughs> I know. I, I've I've been annoying the hell out of you with tech messages. Endless text messages. Right? Uh good stuff though. Seriously good stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, like I have been going insane in buying the equipment and getting everything all set up and getting the beers ready. And we've had so many conversations about the podcast, what we want to do and everything. So I, I'm super stoked for this. And, and what a great beer to start on, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like I, I got this and I, uh, this is not going to be sponsored, but I got it from Tavor and I absolutely love Anchorage Brewing. Mm-hmm. They're probably one of my favorite Oh, and they, they put out some great beers like especially their you know their barrel age stuff i'm i'm a sucker for a stout mm-hmm. and so like pretty much anytime i see on table or like oh anchors has got a new stout out well i don't give a shit what the price is <laughs> so honey don't check the bank statement anytime soon <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah i mean like when i saw this one i was like oh man celebratory beer first episode we got to do it i bought it luckily it came today and uh um, and look at this i mean it's so snazzy too i mean look at they got the wax covering over the the neck of the bottle and the cap and everything right. i love wax dipped bottles oh, yeah. i don't know why well that's how you know it's classy it's it's also probably you know something to do with it, it looks a little sexual but i mean whatever <laughs> whatever you know yeah and <laughs> and the label is just i mean look at that that's the dude in like a, a world war 1 Gas, oh, yeah, masks like gas right masks like that is such a cool like with the with the busted skull oh, yeah. on it i mean so the 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 guy that does their artwork mm-hmm. just does a phenomenal job on every can or bottle art that they have it's just the most uh, like amazing graphic design it's beautiful art i mean yeah. it really is but it makes me jealous because i wish i could draw even you know a 16th that well see that's the thing man if you had me making these bottle labels it'd be stick figures that's about as good as hangman (laughs) hangman that just spells out what the beer is right the name of the beer (laughs) it's into nothingness (laughs) uh i'd like to buy an i yeah nothingness is spelled with a k for some reason (laughs) it's it's no thingness yeah i meant to do it that way but yeah man i'm super stoked i mean yeah, I mean, and Anchorage, Anchorage Brewing is, uh, is such a great company too. Oh yeah, such a and great I mean, brewery. And we have the information. So um, once we get into the full swing of the brew log <laughs> segment, which is um, it, the brew log is a channel that I started on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I've been doing it for almost a year. And you're half the reason why 
<laughs> Sorry, that sounded way too aggressive. Um, you're half the reason why I started the brew log. Um, <laughs> so restraining order in yeah, three, yeah. two. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I started it on Facebook. I just started doing videos and um, we'll go in a little bit more about that later on. But um, just recently you and I got together and we said that we wanted to start a podcast. Yep. And then I was like, Oh, okay, well if we're going to do a podcast and we're going to do a Facebook page, then we might as well keep moving it along to YouTube. And yeah, I've been jumping over to YouTube ever since. And oh yeah. You know, I started uh, the YouTube channel not too long ago. A whole new world. A whole <laughs> new world. Oh, we're probably going to get flagged for that crap. Damn it, Disney. I got way too high of a voice on that one. Hern or sexual oh, t- tiger. So let's let's hear a little bit about this, man. I mean, we're, so we're, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, let's dive into it. Yeah. And um, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about uh, what we do for the brew log. The brew log is to showcase different breweries, mm-hmm. different beers that are involved in the craft brewing industry. Specifically, craft brewing industry. Specifically, craft brewing. There might be a big beer company that sneaks in there every now and then, but it for the most part. Yeah. Unless we catch it, they're going to be craft breweries. Awesome. So, um, Love me some craft beer. Right. We'll go over the overview of the breweries themselves, and then we'll go over the um, overview of the beers. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to crack into them, and we're going to give them a smell test. We're going to give them a taste test. You even got brand new glasses to go I did. Too. Look yeah, at this. He I, really I, did go all I'm, out. I'm, I'm not kidding. Wow. I'm, I'm going to hate myself when the credit card bill comes. It's like in Jurassic Park, spared no expense. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be a stupid mistake to tell me that. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, uh, let's crack over and uh, talk about Anchorage Brewing Company. Uh, Anchorage Brewing Company is founded by Gabe Fletcher, known for its specialized skill and style in barrel fermentation through the use of Britannomycus and souring cultures. Anchorage Brewing became one of the newest breweries in Alaska. The Anchorage Brewing Company makes it a goal to provide the best beers out there using the old tradition and new styles of beer. Some of Anchorage Brewing's famous beers are the Galaxy White IPA, Love Buzz Saison with Britannomycus, and Bitter Monk Belgian-style Double IPA with Britannomycus. Anchorage Brewing Company is dedicated to providing fine flavors of beers through special barrel aging and use of Britannomycus. Mm. I'm I, sensing a pattern here. Yeah. <laughs> with, with how many times they put Britannomycus, uh, and this was all read off of Untapped, um, I, it, you know, it kind of reminds me of um, like in school when you had to write an essay. Oh, yeah. And you're like, um, I, I just found out what this word means, and I want to use it all the time. <laughs> it's like every paragraph has that word in it at least three right. times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, Britannomycus likes to uh, Britannomycus with the Britannomycus. <laughs> Britannomycus. Britannomycus. <laughs> so uh, that was a little bit about Anchorage Brewing Company. Um, if you didn't guess, they are in Anchorage, Alaska, uh, United States. Mm-hmm. So now that the brewery is done 
Let's talk about Into Nothingness. Um, and I, I, I just want to say again, I am super excited for this beer. Oh, yeah. I am an absolute sucker for stouts. Um, and it is classified as an imperial double stout. Mm-hmm. It is 15% ABVs. Um, no IBUs were listed. Uh, but I have a feeling that it's it's probably fairly high up there on the IBU scale. Uh, it depends. I mean, it's it's not like as high up as an IPA or oh, yeah. a pale. But um, yeah. I would I would if I had to take a stab at it, I would say maybe what fifty sixty. Uh, about yeah. Yeah, okay. It's about the range. Yeah, but you know who am I? I don't <laughs> You'll find out later. So uh, Imperial Stout fermented and aged in Missouri oak fedors. I think that's how you said it. F O E D E R S. Foders. Foders. Sure. Fodders. We'll go with that. If you know what that is, then, you know, comment and tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> Finished on bananas, Madagascar vanilla beans, toasted coconut, and raw coconut. 15% ABV. We worked hard to get the banana character to come out in this beer. It was definitely much more difficult than we anticipated. Literal tons of bananas. Later, what, what? Oh, literal tons of bananas later, trying different kinds of bananas, pushing off the release until we got it right. The result is amazing. Mm. Well, that just makes me want to. Now that makes me want to crack it open and try it, you know. So, uh, I mean, why delay this? Absolutely. Let's, let's crack it. Oh, got to, got to cut right into that wax. It's actually kind of cool because the wax almost gives it, I mean, for a stout, the wax almost gives it kind of like a, a, a white chocolate sort of look to it on right? top, well, I mean, which is perfect for stout, Yeah, you know, <laughs> especially when you're talking bananas, coconuts and everything. It's Well, and yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure they went with white. They might not have thought about this too much, but I mean, I feel like they would go with the white because of the coconut. Yeah, maybe. Come on. Stand by. <laughs> and we watch as Andrew slowly cuts into the bottle in the wax. Peels it away. Come on, big boy muscles. There we go. <laughs> I think <laughs> oh, I got them big boy muscles. Oh, my God. I think you actually, he just bent the bottle opener. <laughs> it's fine. It was cheap anyways. Who needs a bottle opener? I'll just use my oh, there it next is. time. There it is. All right. Hand me your glass, sir. There you go, sir. Oh, that sounds glorious. Thank you. That looks glorious. <laughs> Look at that. Dark color. Oh, it's so pretty. Hey, I did that pretty good. Yeah, you did that really good. All I right. totally guessed on that, too. So, uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's give it a smell. Let's give it a smell. Oh, dude. Oh, man. You picking up those... I'm actually smelling coconut. Are you? Yeah. See, I'm just getting punched in the face with banana. I'm getting coconut, chocolatey sort of uh, aroma from it. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely picking up the chocolate. I mean, that's... That, that oh, kind of God. roasty chocolatiness along with... I, 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 I'm still... This yeah. is like... This is like silky smooth oh, yeah. in the smell. I, mean, oh. I So this is kind of what I'm talking about and like why I love... Anchorage Brewing's like aged stuff. Oh yeah, is because it's it's just 
over the top in a really good way. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, when I mean silky smooth, I mean, like, porn set sheets silky smooth. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, uh, no, seriously. Pre, like, pre-filming of the I porn, mean, I mean, the beer set, itself, yeah. the appearance on it, I mean, obviously it's a stout, so it's super dark. Yeah. Um, but it's it's it just looks so clean, so crisp. It smells delicious. I mean, seriously, like I said, I'm I'm getting chocolate, like roasted kind of a chocolatey, yep. dark chocolate sort of uh, aroma from it mixed in. I'm getting coconut. I am getting a little bit of the banana, yeah. But I'm getting a stronger coconutty and I'm sort of aroma. If, uh, I'm wondering if that banana, um, I guess, adjunct, um, yeah. or you know, whatever was on the bottom Mm -hmm. so i mean mine probably smells a little bit more like banana because i poured mine second yeah um which bastard here tradesies trading oh yeah yeah i'm I'm getting more i'm getting banana out of yours yeah and i'm picking more of the coconut out of of yours yeah still that is that is awesome yeah it is all right well uh Shall we give it a try, sir? We shall. Uh, typically, what I do on my videos is I give a cheers, and um, and then I give the taste test. So of course. To the brew venture of finding new brews, to good friends, and easing the stresses of life away, cheers to the first episode. Cheers. Let's take a drink. All right. Well, that was a good episode. I'm going to go finish this and uh, <laughs> spend some alone time. Oh man, that is so good. It's man, that is delicious. That is super smooth. Oh yeah. It so is so smooth. Very that silky smooth aroma mm-hmm. that you get on the nose. That transfers over to the palate. Beautifully. So well. I mean, that's ridiculous how smooth that is. It mm-hmm. just coats your tongue like mm-hmm. satin sheets, silk and, sheets. And it's it's I got such like a warm feeling from it as well like yeah it's yeah it's it's super smooth super warm um i i it's you can you can taste the coconut and the banana but it's not so much that it overpowers the flavor of the actual stout because i still got a lot of that chocolatey like dark chocolatey sort of sense from the malt uh in the beer and everything it this is this is this is damn delicious oh yeah yeah i'm for my palate, I'm getting a monster amount of banana. And mm-hmm. again, I think that's because I poured in um, from the bottom half of the bottle. Yeah. Um, so I'm getting a monster amount of banana. I do get that um, coconut flavor that comes through, though. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that, that roast, almost like a like a coffee. Yeah. Um, but like a, like a black coffee. Um, so it's not super bitter but it is there it's enough yeah. to accompany there, there is and a heighten the flavor of everything to and, me and see that's like for me you know I, I i i equate the bitterness to like like i said like a dark chocolate because that is what i'm getting a lot of is kind of a sweetness with it as well um that is a damn good god that is a damn right? good beer um yeah no anchorage brewing i mean you guys hit it out of the ballpark again killed it <laughs> We got sound effects, and we're going to yeah. use them, damn yeah, it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously, I mean, wow. Um, you know, this is one of those beers that it's like, 
Oh man, this is such like to me. This is like a great dessert beer. Oh yeah. I mean, this is like a perfect dessert beer. Yeah. If and you're like for me, I <clears throat> I wouldn't want to pair that with anything either. No, I no, no, no. I just no. want to enjoy that for as long as I possibly. Oh could. yeah, no. This is this is a savory sort of kind of beer where you sit down. You're not chugging it. You're not gulping it oh yeah you're you're sitting back you're sipping it you're savoring it you're really taking in all the flavors and everything that goes with it um perfect like i said perfect dessert beer um it's got the richness it's got the boldness mm-hmm. um so oh, so good oh, oh yeah my God. absolutely phenomenal mm. phenomenal beer i'm so glad i bought it mm. <laughs> no complaints here sir and what yeah. a god what a and, you know, speaking of dessert beer, I mean, what better way to kick off the first episode of the podcast than with this glorious beer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Anchorage Brewing. Wow. Absolutely phenomenal. I mean. Absolutely. Hats off to you guys. Phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, this is, this is, this is great. And this is, and it's beers like this that get me so excited for this podcast and get me so excited for where, you know what we want to do and where we want to go. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, a little bit of background about us. You know, like for me, it's like I'm a brewer. You know, I've been in the brewing industry probably cumulatively now for probably about, I'd say, five and a half, going on six years now, working at a craft brewery. So, I mean, to me, it's like being in the industry. And one of the best parts about being that brewer and being a brewer in that industry it's going to different breweries and trying different beers, you know? I mean, is it competitive? Sure. But there is such a mutual respect and kind of love of and passion for beer that brings everyone together. And I think it's beers like this and breweries like Anchorage that just makes it so awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a little bit of background on me. Um, I'm a crane operator. So what input do I have on this? Um you get to listen to my voice. Well, I mean, you've been doing the brew log, though, for a year now, you said. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that would be my input on this is um, I've been doing it for almost a year. It'll be a year in September. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think September 11th, With which, what an anniversary to have. Yay! <laughs> but, yeah, so I've been doing it for almost a year. And um, <clears throat> one of the reasons that I started it, I had mentioned, is because of uh, you, Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, getting laid off. Yeah. Uh, so I actually, so like I said, I was I was a brewer for five years. I actually left to go work with you. Right. And At the Big B Airplane Company. Yes. And uh, was there for about a year. And then I got laid off and I was unemployed. And I actually went back to the brewery that I worked at before I went there, before I got, you know, uh, left. And uh, been back ever since, brewing beer and, and making magic happen. And I, and I'm sure many other people, thank you for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to consider it doing God's work. It is. You know, it I mean, you, ha- you know, that's the thing is it's like when you're talking God, you're talking, yeah, you talk priests and missionaries and nuns, and then there's brewers uh, <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> bringing out art. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you kind of resemble, resemble a little bit of like a chunky, less hippie looking Jesus. Yeah. You know, shorter hair. Uh, if Jesus had hair. glasses. If and, Jesus had glasses you know, and a big beer belly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Looks just like him. 
but yeah, man, you know, uh, no, I mean, we talked about beer and everything when we were working together and stuff and yeah, you know, the, the, I think, yeah, that passion just kind of grew. We, we kind of had that connection and that passion just kind of grew and we just got into it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, uh, <clears throat> a little bit about, um, how the brew log started because of Brandon was, uh, I had ended up throwing a party for, uh, Brandon's layoff. Um, cause we were going to miss him. Um, yeah. and, uh, Brandon showed up, uh, a buddy of ours, Todd showed up and, and a couple other people showed up at the end of the party. Of course, everybody leaves beer at my house. Yeah. I am the only person that drinks beer at my house. <laughs> I was about to say, your wife is a whiskey drinker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whiskey, bourbon. Uh, she even likes a little bit of scotch. She doesn't like Isla scotch. She said it tastes like a Band-Aid. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, she she is a hard A girl. But then again, oh, yeah. she's a redhead. So, I mean, she's yep. she's a badass. It's the Irish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Irish love their whiskey. Yeah. But they also... Love their stouts. Right? <laughs> I am everything. But, uh, but yeah, you know, and I, I mean, you're, it, you had like, what, like several different types of beer at your place. Cause I think oh, I yeah. brought, I brought beer. Uh, I even brought beer from. So you bought, you brought beer from, uh, Vihen Stefaner. Yep. Um, you said it right this time. I know. <laughs> you have no clue how many times I said it wrong when I was doing the review of Vihenstefaner on the Brewlog on Facebook. <laughs> if you get a chance, check it out. You will laugh your ass off. Now you'll never forget how to pronounce it. <laughs> well, unless I'm drunk. And then right. It's just a Vihenstefaner. <laughs> that one German, German beer. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't you know what the hell it's called? You're German. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you had left probably three, four, maybe even five different kinds of beer. Mm -hmm. And then Todd, he left like a whole sampler pack yeah, of beer. Yeah, he had like a sampler pack of beer that he and brought. And I think like three or four other ones. So I had like. No, don't forget the watermelons either. <laughs> <laughs> they left like Five no watermelons at your from house? that party will ever forget those watermelons. <laughs> I'm sure they're probably still trying to eat the watermelons from a year ago. <laughs> Hopefully not, because that would be but yeah. horrible. <laughs> but yeah, so you had this like slew, this a uh, massive collection of different types of beer. Yeah, and so from that, from the end of the party until I want to say like two weeks after, or it could have even been three weeks after. Um, I just every night I would come home and I would try a different beer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, even though they like the mass majority of them were IPAs from mm. Todd, cause Todd's a huge IPA fan. Yeah. Um, like it was like, man, this is really freaking good. And then I, the next night I'd try another one. It's like, well, damn, this one's really good. And then it got to the point where it's like, well, I just finished this one and I'm not drunk yet. So I'm going to try another one. So then I was starting to drink like two beers a night. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was getting crazy. Drink two beers. <laughs> oh God. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so like I was I was just going through all these different kinds of beers and everything and I'm like, these are awesome. And then I got with you and Todd and I'm like, where the hell did you guys get these beers? And both of you were like, Oh, I, I went down to like Norm's Market or I went to Total Wine and More or mm -hmm. I went to special brews or whatever and I picked this stuff up and I think Todd had even gotten some stuff from like Safeway. Yeah. You know, yeah, because not know. a lot of people realize that they're like, there's a little tiny craft brewing section, depending on what Safeway you go to. Well, yeah, I mean, you can actually go down to your local grocery store and actually find a, a and I mean, 
a semi-decent craft beer selection. Right. Um, I know, like, for me, I have Fred Meyer by my house. And they have a fairly, I mean, yeah, you got your domestics, and you got your big beers, and all that sort of stuff and everything. And then you got cider, but you also have a really decent local craft brewery. You know, any any local craft brewery that cans or bottles, um, you can probably find their beer at your local grocery store. Um, but, I mean, if you really want to get wild and crazy as far as trying different types of beers, yeah, you're going to probably want to go to a bottle shop uh-huh. or go to um, Total Wine & More. has a really, really good selection of many different types of beer from not just locally, but from around the country. Even in some cases, you know, if you want to, one place that unfortunately isn't around anymore was um, Molten Vine in Redmond actually would have international beers. So you could actually get like Singha beer from Thailand. You could get German beer, Belgian beer, Japanese beer. You could get beer from all around the world. Um, So you got to, in some cases, you got to kind of look for those places. Right. But um, and I mean, if you if you're in the Everett or kind of that Everett Linwood border area, mm-hmm. um, they have places like Special <coughs> Brews, which I had mentioned um, just a couple seconds ago, was uh, and that they're a bottle shop, but they are like a craft beer mm-hmm. bottle shop. Oh yeah, and uh, like Special Brews is awesome. I've gotten quite a few of um, my beers for the Brew Log on Facebook from them um so yeah if you're local to the linwood area yeah i would definitely go and check them out if you want to go on a brew venture with all of us oh yeah um select that one if you're in the marysville lake stevens area norms oh yeah norms is a go-to norms is crazy like norms blew my mind the first time i went in there Mm -hmm. because it looks like a gas station it looks like just a normal looks, like, yeah. convenience store gas station. And you're like, okay, well, what are they going to have? Like a selection of like you know five what, different beers? You know what threw me off at Norm's? And when I realized it wasn't your typical quote unquote gas station, as you put it, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, this is just a gas station. Right. They had shopping carts. Yeah. <laughs> I went, yeah, they're like the little baby shopping carts. I was like, what kind of a gas station has shopping carts? And then I walked in and it was like, angels began to sing and oh, yeah. light hit the world you know everything was right in the world because i looked around and yeah they had local they had uh, throughout you know from east coast south yeah. uh, midwest they had international beers i actually yeah. and that's actually what i was gonna say yeah. is like even though um uh what was the one you just said the vine vine stefaner uh no the other one uh the store the oh vine total wine and more yeah so um even though uh, you can go to like Total Wine and More, and Total Wine and More is huge. Oh, it's massive. Yeah, um, like if you want to go local and you go down to Norms, they have, I think the last time I talked to them, which wasn't that long ago, it's like over twelve hundred different beers. Oh yeah, it's their, their selection is insane. Yeah, and I mean they have stuff um, that they can uh, put in a crowler or put in a growler for you, and their tap list that they can put into a crowler or a growler is like 50 beers deep or something like that. Oh yeah. And it's like, it's beer and cider. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they even have a root beer on tap as well. Um, I want to say that one's from, uh, uh, Snoqualmie falls. 
Maybe I know. I know there are actually uh, some craft breweries that actually you know because craft breweries are are meant to be family friendly. Yeah, you know most craft breweries like that if they have a tap room or something like that, they'll typically serve something for the kids as well. So it's not just beer. You know, sometimes they'll have different types of like maybe they'll have a root beer on you know on tap that they either have shipped in or that they brew there specifically. Um, you know, so you'll have different selections is there because they they want that to be a family friendly thing. They want you to bring your kids, right? You know, because so. I mean, and that's so I should or we should talk a little bit about um, you know why why we like the craft brewing industry and kind of why we like tap rooms right one of my big loves is for tap rooms is because it's that family atmosphere Mm -hmm. like um i live in marysville i can go down the street to five rights Mm -hmm. and like i've seen whole families you know kids are in there uh dogs yep you know and it's it's just that it's that homey feel yeah and I absolutely love that about the craft brewing industry and about, you know, small breweries and tap rooms and stuff like that mm-hmm. is it's, it's not like a bar. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too, is this, you know, especially having worked, you know, working in the craft beer industry. Um, I think the thing that really fascinates me about craft beer uh, is it's a weird industry in the sense of it's massive. Like, especially, you know, here we have so many different craft breweries. I mean, the competition with craft breweries is, is so high because there's so many of them. So while it's this massive industry, it's also very small. Like, you'd be amazed at how many people, you know. Like, I actually personally know the owners of, like, two other different craft breweries. I've worked with the head brewers of three or four others. Yeah. So... It's it it's it's still a very small kind of mindset. Like everyone knows everyone. Watch mm-hmm. out for your neighbor, sort of industry. Yeah, it's, it's just that whole family oriented environment. Yeah, you it's know, and, awesome. And most craft breweries are, are are privately owned, or they're you know, it's partnerships of some sort, you know, or it's like family owned even, and um, which really adds to kind of the intimacy that you have when you go to these places and the tap rooms are kind of an extension of that. So it's like when you go to a tap room and you're trying different beers and you see all these different, different breweries up there. Yeah. It's kind of an extension of that same sort of mentality, that same sort of culture and feeling that comes with it. And uh, I mean that, and then the creativity that comes with it. I mean, you'll, you'll never, you might try an IPA, um, or better yet, let's say you might try a porter at one brewery and then you go down the block and there's another brewery, depending yeah. on where you live. If you're in Seattle, it's like next door. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally next know, door. But you go to the next brewery and then you try their porter and it's it could be completely different. Yeah. And then you go try another one and that one's completely different. And it's the sheer creativity and imagination and ingenuity that a lot of these craft breweries and the brewers and their head brewers uh, have and use is just amazing. It's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You know, I like to think of craft brewing as kind of being this harmonious mix of baking and cooking. And so it's like you can see how like a chef, you know, can be 
super creative with certain meals that they create or how a baker uh, designs and organizes and works out this perfectly structured cake or something like that. In many ways, craft brewery is kind of like this harmonious sort of integration of the two. Right. So. Yeah, and then that was, that that's the perfect explanation of why I fell head over heels in love with the craft brewing industry is because I was, I, I'm not going to lie. I was predominantly a big beer industry drinker. Yep. I mean, I would, if you can think of a, a label from a big beer industry <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking about, um, it was the, the dramatic difference in flavor mm-hmm. and artisanship between a big beer company and a craft brewery, mm-hmm. it blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Like, it absolutely just, I, I can't even put it into words how much I was like, holy crap, I've been lis- I've been missing out on this for how many years? Well, you know, that's why, like, when someone, because, like, especially you, I'm sure you've gotten the question before where, um, having done the brew log and tried all these different beers, I'm sure you've probably gotten the question before where someone's like, well, what's your favorite beer or what's your favorite brewery? Right. And, you know, being a brewer myself in the industry, someone, people ask me that all the time. And my answer is always the same. And that is, I don't have necessarily a favorite beer. Yeah. Because to me, you know, in that, you know, beer is a lot like music. It depends, you know, it depends on the season. It depends on what mood you're in. It depends on what you're doing at the time. There's points in times when, um, you know, you're in the mood for a porter, and so you want to go get a good porter. And there's times when I want a stout, I want a scotch ale, I want an amber, I want a pale ale. Brown ale. A brown ale, you know, exactly. So it's like you could, you know, it, it all depends on your mood and what you're doing. It's you know, like when you're listening to music. You listen to one type of music when you're working out because you want to get motivated. Yeah. You're listening to, let's say you work in an office setting. Or you're a student and you're studying. You want to listen to a certain type of music that helps you study right. or helps you concentrate on your work. If you're, you know, hell, if it's freaking the holiday season and you want to listen to holiday music, you know, it's 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 kind of the same thing. It depends on your mood and it depends on the season and everything yeah. on what you want. And I think that's something else that makes craft beer industry and beer in general uh, so amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, 100% <laughs> agree. And it's funny because like as you were as you were talking about like oh beer to work out like first thing that I thought of was like double IPA <laughs> pound it yeah let's <laughs> let's get this started <laughs> woo yeah then, you know like going over to like oh yeah you know something to kind of calm down relax you know after a hard day or you're studying or something like that yeah you're you know, stouts, your porters, you know, maybe it's barrel aged, maybe it's not. It, no. it, it doesn't really matter. It's just kind of that calm, mellow, like, yeah, you know, I think I'm just going to kind of relax and enjoy this beer. And I mean, you got sessional beer, sessional, session, session beers. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You got session beers, you know. So if you're at a party with friends, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to grab, you know, a lager or a pilsner or you know, something lighter yeah. that I can just, you know, like maybe I can have two, three, four. Yeah, exactly. Twelve. You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever shakes your fancy. Yeah, I'm going to kill this whole pack. Screw you it. And, uh, but, and, and even down to, like, the seasonal beers. So, like, 
yeah, big beer industry, they have seasonal beers. You know, they'll have pumpkin ales and they might have something for Christmas. And God. I know, I know your love of pumpkin ales. It's okay. It's not that I hate pumpkin ales. It's just <laughs> to me, pumpkin ales are like the pumpkin spice latte. Like, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? It's like they come around every year and, and, and they're, they're everywhere. They're in this high abundance, you know, there's good ones, there's bad ones. Yeah. Um, they're all over the place. It's, it, they're the basic white bitch of beers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's that's kind of what I like to think of pumpkin beers. You throw as. on your Ugg boots, you get yourself a nice <laughs> scarf. Maybe you have a, you know, like a camisole or something. I'm, no, that's not the right word. Whatever that is. You get in yourself a nice sweater. Yeah. You know, and you just, you put on a nice foundation and some, you know, seasonal lipstick and you just go out with your friends. (laughs) It's just, that's what I, and I have a, one of my best friends is, you know, he's a big fan of pumpkin beer. So he gets excited when September rolls around and and pumpkin, actually pumpkin beers are actually already hitting the shelves. Oh yeah. August. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's like whenever pumpkin, literally the beginning of August. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's. It's Christmas already. Yeah. He goes he goes to the grocery store and he sees pumpkin beers and he gets all giddy and excited. I'm like, God, you're such a basic white bitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like and and again, it's nothing against them. I've had some really delicious, amazing pumpkin beers. Oh yeah. It's just to, that that's just kind of my feeling towards them is that that's what they it's are. Okay. Brandon, it's okay. <laughs> You can hate pumpkin beers. We aren't going to judge you that much. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, even uh, stuff from, like, uh, like, oh, man. Oh, Rogue. Oh, yeah. Rogue Brewing. Rogue Brewing. Um, like, I had, last year, I had a, um, it was a milk stout mm-hmm. uh, from Rogue Brewing, and it had, like, candy cane in it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, yeah. Man. There's some great stuff. I mean, I've seen like some spiced amber ales that have mm-hmm. come out where they add like different types of kind of holiday spices to it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, there, there's, it, I mean, that's a thing. The sky's the limit. Yeah, you know, sky's the limit when and it comes to that sort of stuff. And that's the cool thing about the craft brewing industry is it truly is the sky's well, the limit. However, you want to make it, if if it's it's artisan street mm-hmm. or. Yeah, you're you're an artisan. Well, you're you're an artist. Yes. In in how you brew your beer, however oh. you want to do it, it's like, yeah, there's some give and take because you're gonna want to produce some beer that the community is gonna like, so that right. they buy it, so exactly. that you can make money and brew more. Well, yeah, you you got to make a profit. But it's still same, a business. Yeah, so. but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, if I want to make whatever, mm-hmm. if I want to make an imperial stout that has bananas and coconut and chocolate and oh yeah all kinds of stuff like cool well now here's a question for you then now that you've been exposed to the craft beer industry and you've tasted as many beers of you as you have um do you still drink big beer sort of like anheuser like bud light budweiser coors light coors maybe uh, i i mgd i i will still drink um Big beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. I do not classify myself as a beer snob. Yeah. Um. I don't like go out of my <laughs> way to try and make sure that I'm only drinking craft beer. Like if I'm at a restaurant or if I'm over at a family members or a friend's house and like all they have is big beer, I'm not gonna be like, well, um, I'm gonna be back because I have to go pick up some craft beer. 
<laughs> before I can drink with you. Oh, you commoners and your right. cheap lagers. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to shy away from a Bud Light or a Rainier or, you know, Blue Moon, anything like that. Yeah. Like, it, that doesn't bother me. I, yeah. Beer's beer. I, I drink beer to... If I'm going to drink big beer, it's typically because I'm with other people. You know... So it's just that yeah. camaraderie in drinking beer and relaxing and having a good time and absolutely stuff like that. You know, and like that's the thing is like even as a brewer and being in the craft beer industry, you uh, I think a lot of people would be amazed at how many craft brewers still drink big beer. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when you're let's say it's it's a hot summer day and you're working out in the yard, you know, you're mowing the yard, you're trimming the bushes and the hedges, you're pulling weeds and stuff. I'm going to tell you right now, man, a good old classic Rainier right. just goes down so damn smooth, right. you know, and that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, you're not going to, well, and, it's like you were saying with, uh, you know, like, it's like music. Yeah. You're, you're not going to pull out an imperial stout yeah to go mow the lawn exactly <laughs> like you know? if that's if that's your deal hey, more it, power to yeah, you yeah more power to like, you me personally i'm not going to bust out anchorages into nothingness no and be like hey i'm going to go out and i'm going to go weed and i'm going to go mow the lawn yeah. and then i'm in, yeah out in like 80 90 degree weather yeah. and then i'm going to pass out you know yeah i'm dead yeah exactly <laughs> and not only that but i mean you do i mean Big beer is big beer, yeah. but you got to give credit where credit's due. It, there's a reason why it's still very popular, and there's a reason why they've been so successful right. over the last however many decades that they've been around. Um, it's, I mean, they're consistent. It's a good product. It's good beer, you know, or it's, it's uh, you know, I mean, they're obviously doing something right. Yeah. And so, and you got to give credit where credit's due you got to show the respect when it's there and so it's like yeah even craft brewers aren't going to shy away from a, a bud light right i'm probably a... going to make a really loud noise because i b apparently have the most uncomfortable chairs ever but you know, i apologize <laughs> <laughs> is oh, that okay, a no, hole in the floor yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding yeah my hippo kidding. ass just freaking <laughs> fell through the floor but yeah you know so it's like even though it's like but i still think that craft beer there is something, like you said, artisan about it. There's something special about it. And I think oh. a lot of that is, like, again, it's that that intimate culture and environment that comes with craft beer and tap rooms. And I think it's also, again, that kind of small neighborhood feeling of it. Um, and it's the creativity and the ingenuity that comes with it, you know, right. that comes because, like I said, craft, craft breweries are... I mean, they're trying all sorts of different things. It's not just the same beer all the damn time. Oh, yeah. You know, they're they're trying different things. They're doing porters. They're doing IPAs, double IPAs, imperial IPAs, imperial stouts, scotch ales, lagers, saisons, uh, sessions, farmhouse ales. I mean, right. you and name it. And then you have the whole IPA field. Oh, God. Yeah, which is massive. Like, it's the massive. IPA field, like... I. So I'm not a huge IPA fan. Yeah. I know you're not really a high. I I wouldn't say I'm. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm like a, a hop head in yeah. like any stretch of the imagination. Like like neither one of us are, like we're not gonna pass up on an IPA. Oh hell no! But uh, you know, like it's also if you have 
<laughs> one of the what like seven different ipas by now <laughs> yeah. whatever x amount of ipas there are and next to you know a stout a porter a brown a lager a pilsner all that stuff mm-hmm. like i'm more than likely gonna reach for everything but the ipa <laughs> yeah i mean but you know if i'm also presented with a list of ipas it's like well i'm probably gonna try and drink as many different kinds like or, yeah or try out not drink well, the whole freaking 16 ounce my, can or something yeah my my whole kind of sense on ipas is just it's it's because it's so popular look on the west coast ipas are king they really are people love ipas oh yeah and you know i mean our, we were you brought up our buddy Todd earlier. Yeah. Uh, Todd is a huge hophead. He loves IPA. IPA fan. Massive IPA fan. And he, um, and, and there's a reason why IPAs are so successful. It's because they're so beloved that people love IPAs. And my whole sense on it is just simply that, you know, I look at IPAs as every brewery is going to have at least three to 10 on tap. Um, even craft breweries are like that because, you know, you're going to have so many different types of IPAs. They're going to do double IPAs, fresh hop IPAs. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like you can go in so many different directions, West Coast IPAs, um, English IPA, you know, British IPAs. There's so many different directions you can go with it, so many different styles you can do, and so many different ways you can just kind of screw around with oh, it yeah. and see how it works out. And uh, and people are gonna drink them because they're popular. Yeah, you know. And so I mean, and it is cool. Like, I I also want to note, like, <clears throat> not that long ago we went to uh, White Wall Brewing. Mm-hmm. You, me, and my dad. And um, yeah, I tried an IPA. Actually, I think I tried two IPAs from them. Yeah, I think I know I tried at least one. Yeah, and I was like, I, the reason I went for them is because I had already tried the others yeah like i think there was a a strawberry ale uh blueberry lager Mm, yeah that sounds about right yeah i think there was a blueberry lager um i think we could even try to brown uh they had a red over there that i tried okay that's yeah maybe that was was, what it was it was was, was a red i tried a red and then i also tried an ipa yeah and but like Trying that? No, it was a brown. It was a dirt. Pr- uh, oh, dirt you're track. right. You're right. It was a brown. It wasn't a red. It was a brown. You're yeah. Right. You're and right. like I, I tried those, and it was like, okay, well, you know, I liked all of these. Like, cool. Let's hop over to the IPA field and mm-hmm. see what it. And like it, the the reason that I try, for me, I try not to go down the road of like IPAs so much is because they are so. So abundant abundant yeah the perfect word mm-hmm. um and doing the brew log like i want to showcase as many different varieties of beer as possible yeah it's it's not just necessarily just trying like one you know i mean and don't get me wrong like we're still going to be trying ipas oh yeah and yeah in my table box i i have a i have a few oh yeah yeah like, oh, we're, we're still gonna be trying ipas and stuff it's you know we're not gonna be trying away from them or anything it's just they're so abundant and the thing is there's so many different types of beer out there oh there yeah. really is yeah and from each of those different types of beers there's different variations of those different types of beers and um you know because there's so many it's like we want to try and cover as many as we can right um and it's but see, that's 
that's the brew venture, you know. It is. That's, that's, that is the pure encompassment of the brew venture. That's the brew venture in and of itself. And, you know, that's why I'm so excited for this podcast and, and so excited for joining you on this is because, I mean, for me personally, I actually, one thing that I'm really looking forward to and kind of a heads up for what's coming is we're going to be going to different breweries and we're yeah. actually going to be interviewing head brewers and owners and kind of getting backstories on them and trying their beers and talking with them and interviewing mm-hmm. with them. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's something I'm looking forward to because one great thing about craft beer and craft breweries is that there's always back. There's always a backstory. Oh yeah. And that's the part that really kind of interests me is what got them into this industry what motivated them where you know where you know what is their passion when it comes to this industry and motivations behind different types of beer that they're brewing why are they trying why are they brewing these different types of beer because that's the other thing too is you realize that some craft breweries they kind of specialize in certain types of beer i mean they might do a bunch a bunch of different uh, like they might do a porter and they might do a stout and they might do a, a, a an IPA, but maybe their bread and butter, like what they really specialize in is barrel aged. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. something I'm really looking forward to is actually and I getting mean, to like even, even more diverse from that is there was, um, there was a, a beer that I reviewed um, on the brew log mm-hmm. quite a ways back. Um, but they specialized or they kind of catered their beers to or from Spanish influence. Wow. So they had like a Mexican lager yeah. that was aged in like tequila barrels. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And like, and, but it's like stuff like that. Like you, you probably would never hear about something like that from a big beer company. No, I mean, and I, like. That's the cool thing about craft breweries. It's like, well, why why did you do that? Because we could. (laughs) (laughs) It's as simple of an answer as that. Yeah. Because we could. You know, or maybe it's something even more. Maybe it's like they, you know, they have a family history of Spanish or Mexican influence or something like that. And so they really wanted to celebrate that through through beer. Yeah. And I, I think if I try and remember back on uh, the overview of that brewery, the owner and the head brewer came, I believe, from Mexico or, you know, like that was a big part of his heritage was uh, from Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, well, I I wanted to showcase that because like, how many Mexican loggers have you seen out there? Yeah. Um, Yeah, That's the only one I've ever come across. Not many. And it's it's a solid beer too. Mexican lager. If you do it right, it's really, really good. Yeah. And I mean, you you can go in so many different directions. There's that uh, monastery. It's down in uh, Oregon. Yeah. So yeah, and I, I, God, I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm hoping we can plan a weekend in which you and I can actually go down to Oregon, go down to that monastery because, um, little backstory on it. My dad, uh, actually went down there for like a church thing, and monastery uh, church that makes sense. Monastery, you know, because my family's Roman Catholic, right? And so my dad went down there to the monastery for like a church event or something special for someone from their church or something. And and uh, while he was there, he noticed there was a brewery attached to the monastery. And he goes, "Oh wow, that's really cool!" And so he goes and um, decides he's going to go try the beer. And my dad's not a beer drinker at all, right? Um, 
So he goes and tries the beer, and he's like, oh, man, this is really good. He goes, you know, my Brandon, my son Brandon's going to really enjoy this. And he brought me back a case of beer, of farmhouse ale from this oh, monastery. Yeah. And did not last long because it was that good. And ever since I tried it, I'm like, oh, man, I I got to go down there and visit this place. Got, got like the beer itch. Like, no, I, I need to go back there and get my fix again. Well, I mean, you know, cause that's kind of like beer's beginning too. Like if you go right. back in the history of beer, like that's beer's ultimate beginning was basically monasteries, right? you know? And they were, they were brewing something more along the lines of like mead, weren't they? Yeah. It was like me. It was like starting out as mead and then they kind of went into beer and that whole thing. And, um, but yeah, that's kind of where they got their start. So to have actual like monks brewing beer is super cool. And like on a historical, and I'm a history nerd. Right. You know, I mean, I hang out in museums, <laughs> kind of history nerd. I don't. So, so. you're just going to get that from him. <laughs> so it's like to see that and know that that exists. Like I figured if I was going to experience that, I'd have to go to freaking Europe, you know. But right. no, to know that it's like literally pretty much in our backyard just right down in oregon it's like yeah depending it's like a cool. four or five hour drive yeah right uh, oh man <laughs> i don't know if i can make it oh god but yeah you know so it's like i i i'm i'm hoping that we're gonna get a chance on like a weekend or something like that to go do a trip down there oh yeah and go visit that yeah and i mean getting back to um the interviews of different breweries yeah like, i've so i've up been a busy little beaver <laughs> and uh, I've talked to quite a few uh, breweries already that are in the area. And um, like every single one of them, the, the number one thing that I would say I love about the craft brewing industry is how much craft breweries and tap rooms and just the people that are associated make you feel like you're a part of a family. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent because I, I've talked to these, these breweries and they're like, Oh hell yeah, man. I'd, I'd love to sit down and I'd love to talk with you and Brandon. And, uh, you know, like most of them, they love to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, Oh, even better. Like I'm, all I got to do is ask a question and then I'll just hit go. <laughs> right. And, uh, you, you go to your little heart's yeah. content, but like hearing, um, the, the backstories, like you were saying of, of the breweries. Oh yeah. And getting those questions answered of like, how'd you start? You know, like, why'd you start? What, what made you feel like you just you know, were ready to take the leap and you were like, ah, screw it, you know, or did you just take the leap in hopes that you would be able to afford an income? Oh yeah. And support your family and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's those backstories. Um, just like we read about Anchorage, you know, oh, yeah. like, <sighs> All of those backstories. And there's thousands of breweries, craft breweries. Oh, yeah. I mean, jeez. I wouldn't be surprised if there's tens of thousands of craft breweries. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, just Washington State alone. I mean, we don't have the most craft breweries, like, as far as in the country. Right. I think, actually, I think Oregon might have that record. That wouldn't surprise me. With, like, Bend and Eugene. Yeah, I think Oregon has that record for the most craft breweries in the country. And over by Astoria. Yeah. I mean, there's four of them that I can think that are in Astoria. Yeah, but I know know there's more. I'm fairly certain Washington State's got to be, like, in the top ten. Oh, yeah. For craft breweries. I wouldn't be surprised if they're top five. Because I know know Oregon's (laughs) up there, New York. Is yeah. obviously up there. California 
as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's actually, I think Massachusetts might also be. Texas? Up there somewhere. Texas, Texas has a few. That's actually something that shocked me as well was um, uh, I got family in Tennessee and I went down to visit them. And I figured Tennessee was going to basically be PBR, Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Genuine Draft, and um, Moonshine. <laughs> and you got to throw me, that in there. That's a don't get me wrong. I did some moonshine tasting while I was there, which yeah. was awesome. And but, then I blacked out, and you know, I woke up three days later. <laughs> Where are my pants? Right. <laughs> Why am I lying next to a deer? <laughs> what is going on here? No, uh, but you know, I, I did moonshine tasting. While I was there, but I was actually shocked to see that craft beer was hitting the south. Mm-hmm. On and it's actually growing. It's getting bigger. Yeah. Over there, you know, and I mean, especially when you're talking about an industry that really kind of, for the most part, didn't really start getting big until like what the 80s, yeah, early 90s, maybe. Yeah, I think, uh, in, in doing my research for the for the brew log, uh, Facebook page, um, it, yeah, I think like the earliest I saw was like very, very small group in like the late 70s, yeah, and then you know, around here. You started seeing stuff in like the Seattle and surrounding area in about the early eighties to mid eighties. Yeah. And then the nineties saw a a pretty good sizable, like not really an explosion, but expansion. Um, yeah, like an uptick. Yeah. And then it seems like from I would say about two thousand five to present. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's just exploded. fucking rocket ship. It just exploded. And yeah, and But I will point out, so I don't want to get into this too much, but with the um uh the the devastating twenty twenty, uh, you know, one of my big passions in starting all of this, doing all this, mm-hmm. is in hopes that my little part can help out the craft brewing industry. Because 2020 hit the craft brewing industry hard, hard, <coughs> like a sledgehammer to the chest hard. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it Sorry. was brutal. And yeah, it no, was, I it, think, um, what is well, it? The, I mean, you got, I mean, again, not to go too far in depth into it. I mean, bars, restaurants, tap rooms all closed down, and a lot of craft breweries still operate on draft only. Yeah. You know, and when you operate on draft only and all of a sudden all your outlets to sell your draft beer to get closed up, like, yeah, that's going to have a negative effect on you, and it's going to hit your sales really hard. So either you start canning and bottling and putting it in stores or putting Mm -hmm. it in bottle shops where people can go get it, or unfortunately you're not going to survive for long and unfortunately it looks like you know a a good chunk of craft beers uh, breweries actually hell some big beer places shut down i know like pyramid for instance oh yeah closed its doors yeah and i mean it just it 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 kind of hammers in the the fact of the old notion like you're never too big to fail no i mean pyramid was not a tiny nano brewery it wasn't small and you know and they did bottle yeah they were bottling and canning so it's i mean it's just proof right there that um i mean yeah you're never too big to fail and sometimes even when you adapt you don't always make it and 
you know, COVID hit the craft beer industry hard. So yeah, if there's anything we can do to try and expose some of these, you know, small craft breweries, microbreweries, nano breweries, or whatever, to try and help bolster them, right, and bring exposure to them. Yeah. You know, I consider that a good service giving back to the craft beer industry. Right. And like, like I'm not naive to think that like we're gonna help the craft brewing industry single handedly. No bullshit. Like, we're saving them. We're yeah. saving them all. Uh, <laughs> let's just shoot for the moon. <laughs> we're saving. We're, we're saving them all. <laughs> but like, like as it stands right now, like the YouTube channel that we have, mm-hmm. I think as of today we have like. Under twenty members. Oh, that's rookie numbers. We gotta boost those numbers. Oh yeah, up. we gotta boost those numbers <laughs> way up. So yeah, if you you're in the market for a YouTube channel, please go over to the Brewlog YouTube channel and uh, please like and subscribe. <laughs> also, please follow our podcast. Absolutely. This is not begging. Okay, yes, it's begging. We Andrew, love you, Andrew. Get off your knees. <laughs> I can't see you. Get off your knees. <laughs> Damn it. It's audio only. Son of a bee. But yeah, like, I'm not naive to think that, you know, and you never know. This this podcast, this this whole, uh, I don't really want to call it a business because it's not really a business. No. We're not selling anything. But this whole adventure. This whole brew venture that we're doing is it's it's a hobby of ours that we're greatly interested in that we want to bring to all of you yeah that we want to share with all of you and at the same time we want to bring a little bit of exposure of these craft breweries to more people so that maybe some of you out there listening will actually be interested enough to go out and try them like anchorage brewing bringing us this delicious delicious imperial stuff i'm still i'm still sipping on this thing's so good yeah and i mean it it really is and it's it's kind of for me, and I'm sure you probably can feel this way as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like paying homage to the craft brewing industry. Oh yeah, and like if there's something that we can do to pay it forward with an industry that we love and we're passionate about, then even if it's two, three, four people, even if it's one, yeah. If it's one person that listens to the podcast, watches the YouTube, uh, yep. shares in the, the Facebook group, like if they go, oh, well, I, I didn't know about all, all of this stuff. And they go to Norms, they go to Special Brews, they go to any of the breweries tap rooms and they oh, yeah. go in there and they get to experience for themselves the enjoyment of feeling like part of the family and feeling like they're enveloped in the craft brewing industry. Mm-hmm. Job's done. Absolutely. I mean, and and in a roundabout way, it's me paying you back for introducing me to the craft brewing industry. Hey, man, I just, I'm happy to be a part of this because, like I said. All I did was leave beer behind. (laughs) No, but, um, no, seriously, though, it's, it's, the beer is one of those, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's an amazing industry, um, and I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm thoroughly enjoy being a part of it, both as a brewer and now as kind of hopefully a, a voice box 
Yeah. You know? And so uh, I'm just excited, man. I'm really excited for this podcast. I'm really excited to go on this brew venture with you and to be part of the brew log and try different beers. And I know you got a hell of a head start on me. <laughs> so. Yeah. So like as it sits right now, I think I've, oh man, I know I have over 110 videos on the brew log page on Facebook. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you how many different beers I've tried. Well, I know it's, it's got to be over 150. Well, at this I know point. you and I tried three on one of them. So. Yeah, that was a fun episode, man. <laughs> I was hammered. Whew. I did so good at reporting on that one. <laughs> it was good times, though, and that's that's another thing. Is like that episode right there was kind of a motivator for me to be like, you know what? Yeah, I want to be a part of more of this. Yeah, and, and really get into this so and i mean that wasn't that, when you came over that wasn't even that long into me starting the brew log yeah that was that your, was uh i that was under the first 10 episodes yeah that was one of your first ones yeah and like and that's kind of where we want to go with the the tap room table the mm-hmm. podcast and then the youtube channel is it's it was just that laid back vibe and I mean, oh, yeah, the, for, none for of this is one, none of this is scripted, folks. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, I have my laptop open with questions that we wanted to, you know, kind of go over. But for the most part, this is just us uh, freeballing it, flying by the seat of our pants. You know, whatever. We'll go with the ladder. How, how, we'll go with the ladder. Yeah, however, PC you want to be with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people sitting here thinking that we're just like sitting down drinking yeah. beer and with hanging our pants out on the side. Off, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> which isn't a bad idea. I'm not opposed to it. No, so whatever. But uh, yeah, just that kind of laid back vibe uh, where we're talking about beer and also um, the tap room table isn't just gonna be. We're gonna talk about other stuff too. Right. Yeah. It's it's gonna be pretty much whatever topic we come into my shop and sit down and decide to talk about exactly so yeah i i hope that you guys are as excited about it as as we are and uh i i can't wait to see where this goes yeah man i mean uh if you guys enjoyed listening to the review on the beer that we just tried and if you guys liked hearing what we were talking about and just kind of giving you a a small little snapshot of what we have to come and what we're going to go into um, please follow the podcast, like, and subscribe on YouTube and stay in touch, you know, feel free to comment. I mean, we still got the Facebook page and everything. Yeah. And that's feel- another thing is like, if, if you're on Facebook, um, then you can join the Facebook, um, brew log, yep. uh, the, the page and um, it's, it's open to the public mm-hmm. and you can throw a comment on the page and oh, say, yeah. you know, Hey, uh, have you guys tried this beer? And yeah. if we have the power to do it, we'll go out, we'll find it and we'll throw it on the podcast. We'll throw it on YouTube. We'll do everything in our power to kind of cater to the, to the community. Oh yeah. We're, and, we're uh, totally open to suggestions. Yeah. So. And I mean, uh, we use anchor for the podcast and, uh, again, all of this stuff is not sponsored at all. <laughs> but, no sponsors. Uh, cool, cool thing about uh, Anchor is if you go onto Anchor.fm, mm-hmm. you can actually leave a. It's kind of like a voicemail. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's a it's an audio comment. Oh, very cool. And so you can just go on there and you can look up the tap room table, and you can be like, "Hey, man, uh, listen to your show. Uh, try this beer." 
or, you know, I'd love to suggest this brewery, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever you would like us to, to showcase, we will literally try within our power to do what you want to hear and what you want to see. Absolutely. So, I, what do you think? We're, we're about an hour in. I think we're at a good stopping point, man. I think we've. I think I think we're. I think we're we've good, pretty much man. covered everything that that we wanted to cover. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm already excited for the next episode and right ready to get after it, dude. So, like like Brandon said, this is not scripted, so I can't even tell you what we're going to be talking about or what we're going to be drinking in the next episode. Yep. But um, I do have a big old box of beer sitting on my uh, table here right now. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, if you enjoyed this, uh, please. Like, subscribe. I don't know what you do on on Spotify or on, on a podcast. Do you like and subscribe? Uh, Just like follow. and subscribe. Follow. 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 There follow. you go. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I got my YouTube brain going, so, oh, you know. Opening up my Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, follow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you can like. You can actually We set. are totally scripted. <laughs> Fo- follow <laughs> us on Spotify. Um like I said, you know, like and like, like and subscribe to uh, the 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 YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, uh, and join us, man. Enjoy yeah. some delicious beer alongside us. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it for tonight's episode, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll see you on the next one. I, I, what do you think? Celebratory horn. Celebratory horn. All right, here we go. Ah, wrong one. <laughs> I mean, it was still technically a horn. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you later. Have a great night. Support your independent craft brewers. Stay safe out there. We love you guys. Have a good night. Peace out.